What is up, guys? How is it going? Yo, yo, yo. How's your week been? Hope it's been great. We are here today with another guest. Isaac, the man, the myth, the legend. My friend. You can say hello. I'm Isaac. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, this episode would not be possible without Rabbit Hole Records. If you want to record a podcast, a song, an album, hit up our boy, Chris Wenson. If you want to record a retirement home food fight. Ooh. Chris Wenson's your guy. You know, that actually reminds me of a story. Chris Wenson actually... <laughs> is the king of retirement home food fights. <laughs> Chris, he, how many retirement home <laughs> competitions have you been in? Because, he just goes from retirement home. You you're the world record champion holder at bingo and now you're so, the same at food fights. Yeah, so here's what he told me. He just goes from retirement home to retirement home causing food fights and winning and then uh making bingo nights. And then uh, he's just boom, boom, boom. Yeah, yeah, because then the old people get sent back to their room. They can't participate in the bingo nights. It's just Chris. Yeah. <laughs> it's just Chris. Knock out the competition. <laughs> the senior home bingo nights. That's why. Well, But, hey, <laughs> don't play the don't hate the player, hate the game. That's what they say. Yeah, I hear that all the time at retirement home food fights. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's the uh, number one thing I hear. Don't hate the player, hate the game. <laughs> Or watch out, Chris is coming. Girdle your... Oh, <laughs> new Instagram caption. Watch out, Chris is coming? <laughs> <laughs> no, don't hate the don't hate the player, hate the game. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Adding that after this episode. <laughs> so what are we talking about today, Ron? That's we a have good Isaac question. on here for a reason. By the way, Isaac, why don't you share three random facts about yourself? They could be real or entirely made up. On the spot. All right, well... I always beat Felipe in wrestling. That's probably the biggest thing is what I like to tell people when I first meet them is that right off the bat. Yeah. Whether or not I'm with you. No, they don't know you, but <laughs> I tell them that I can beat you. If you think that's it's a joke, true. It's I've not. seen it. Yeah. Rowan's seen it. Um, number two is probably that um, I was Rowan's brother for a bit. <laughs> that happened. That was pretty weird, but yeah. Pretty wacky. You should yeah. check out our video on YouTube and see how believable that one is. It's we look exactly the li- alike, so yeah, we're as close to identical twins as you can get. Yeah, if you could get closer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to tell you this. You could get closer. I'm oh. not sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, number three would probably be that uh, I have a I have a daughter, a dog daughter, <laughs> so. Your mom's <laughs> heart just dropped. <laughs> he was I, w- I wasn't talking about that daughter. <coughs> Two different ones. Oh. Two daughters. Yeah. Sure. Sure. All right. Well, Isaac, welcome to the show. We're glad you're here. Thanks for having um, me. We are so excited to be doing this new series with guests where last la- or one of these episodes, it's just it's going to be a fun ride. However, these episodes work out <laughs> with these guests. Um, but... Um, for those of you guys tuning in, uh, Rowan and Isaac and I, we have a kind of short history of friendship, but uh, pretty pretty great nonetheless. Um, Rowan and Isaac have been best friends for a really long time. Brothers. 
Yeah, brothers. Oh, yeah, brothers. They've been brothers for a really long time. Brothers since the first grade. Who's first grade, though? <laughs> Yours or his? Because he's older. Since kindergarten. Who's kindergarten? <laughs> That's up for you to decide. <laughs> That's just confusing. So, so My kindergarten, his first grade. That's backwards. <laughs> so um, we hang out all the time and we have conversations just like we do here on our podcast. Um, but here's the deal. We wanted to kind of take this show on the road just like we did uh, Ron and I. And so um, we've been having a lot of talks about what it looks like to what what is greatness look like. Right. Like we all want to be great. We want to be. Um, men that are respected and, and women that are respected. We want to be people that are respected and and um, looked up to and it, or I guess admired is the word that I was looking for. Um, and we want to be great. Uh, but great is subjective. Is that the word I'm looking for? Yeah. Subjective is often to up to interpretation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that can be subjective. Um <laughs> You know, depending on who you're talking to, because greatness for one person means, you know, never having a working, uh, never having to work a day in their lives again. They have 15 houses, 35 cars, um, a few, a few animals to play with. They got like peacocks, giraffes in the, in the backyard, you know, like Oprah. You know what I heard the other day? This is a, this is a <laughs> quick tangent already. <laughs> Oprah was doing this interview on the TVs and this guy oh, asked and a her, peacock just walked up no 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 oh. this guy asked Oprah like what's the most normal thing that she does because she's she's a billionaire right like she's crazy rich what does she do that's shout out Oprah. normal shout out Oprah get us on the own network Oprah anyway doesn't she sponsor you doesn't she we should get an Oprah flag I don't want a flag of Oprah <laughs> <laughs> not with that attitude <laughs> yeah <laughs> But so so she's getting interviewed and like, okay, what's the most normal thing you do? Like, when was the last time that she changed a roll of toilet paper at her house or whatever? She said she's never she's she's so wealthy. She's never seen or she can't remember the last time she saw a roll of toilet paper even get close to being empty. Like she doesn't change the toilet paper rolls at her house. So then like she thought and thought and thought. And then she goes, oh, I know. I, I really like avocados, so I bring avocados with me everywhere I go. And then they're like, okay. She's like, yeah, whenever I have to travel, I grab a few from my orchard. And and then and I just bring them with me. And she, the prices of avocados were too high. So she bought an avocado orchard. When so life she gives could you have, lemons. Yeah, well, when life gives you avocados. Get an avocado, an avocado orchard. Tree. When life... When life Brings avocado prices way too high. Plant an avocado tree. Buy an orchard. Buy an orchard. <laughs> so success. We could all be <laughs> Oprah and own our avocado orchards. Or what does it look like from a biblical standpoint? Right? That's kind of what we're going to talk about. This this episode is titled Chasing Greatness. Isaac. What does that mean? For me, um, it would probably be be chasing greatness trying to find god and being great within him instead of chasing my own desires even though how hard that could be but yeah so row 
Uh, I think chasing greatness like through God, I think for me that means just like finding what God has to offer you and chasing that with everything you had because God will make promises to the people he's like chosen to lead. We like we look at Moses and Abraham, they promised he promised them things. And when you give your like go 110 percent to go for those promises and seeing God fulfill those promises, um, I think that's what it looks like to chase greatness, to go after what God has already set apart for you. Yeah, and when we look at the Bible and we think about people that have been called great, you know, like let's let's look about Moses and David and, and the prophets. Like these guys were called great, but they were pretty human, right? Like Moses didn't necessarily believe God um, or, or had a trouble with – Moses had a speech impediment. Let's start there. Moses had a speech impediment. He had an identity crisis because he thought he was Egyptian. Turns out he's a Hebrew. All these things. David had lustful eyes and kept looking at other people's wives and then murdering uh, their husbands so that she could, so that he could be with them. I mean, who doesn't do that? <laughs> Not everybody. I'll tell you that <laughs> much. <laughs> but you know, like, but they're all remembered as great. Um, and when we talk about greatness and success from a biblical standpoint, it's really interesting to think that like it doesn't look like what the world would define as great. So it doesn't look like having all of this money in your bank account, although it can. Right? Like God, I, I believe God does love and use and, 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 and want business people to be influential. Absolutely. Um, but does it look like that? Does it look like having the house you've always dreamed of? Does it look like, you know, like having whatever? Like, I think biblical greatness, when we look at it, when we look at success from a biblical standpoint, it's not always defined in physical assets or in monetary value or in the way that I feel like a lot of the world would sometimes describe it. Mm-hmm. And I, I think... Going back to what I said, I was saying, like, I think the key to chasing greatness is what you're running after. What are you chasing? Because mm. God will, and like, this is something that you need to pray about it because it's different for everybody. Because God will put things in your path that you can chase down, but you need to find it. And the only way to find what God has put there is talking, just simply talking to God, knowing what God has planned for you. Yeah, that's good. Um, I let's let me ask you this, Isaac. When when we talk about success, if you were to just like off off the cuff say what you would define success as, let's not talk Christian or whatever, just in broad terms. Like when you say like success, what is the first image that pops into your head? Just I'd probably say Elon Musk. How wildly su successful he is. What a dude. Shout out Elon Musk. Shout out Elon Musk. Shout out Tesla. Shout out Tesla stock. Get some. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Dogecoin. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Mars. Um, Sorry. <laughs> or, or LeBron James. Just how hard those two people worked to get to where they were the hours and hours they spent to be successful. I think being su successful is something that you 
earn. It's not something that you're given. Oh, oh, speak your truth. <laughs> Thanks, brother. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's good. Because when things are handed to you on a silver platter, they aren't earned. You don't have any ties to them. Yeah. You never went through the tribulations it took. To yeah, so you don't value them. Exactly. Um, Rowan, what about you when you look at success? Just first word that pops into your mind, like first thoughts that come with it. <laughs> uh, my first thought was Captain America, but that's just because I was watching movies before this. But I think uh, <laughs> success is just like first word that pops in my head. Probably like unattainable wealth, just like billions of dollars you can spend whatever you want and it doesn't make a difference or just waking up 4 a.m. going to bed at 10 just like all day hard work never quitting until like your dreams are Mm. I can't uh, Elon Musk LeBron James Jeff Bezos like if you look at any of their schedules it's just filled with dedication yeah they wake up play hard go to sleep then wake up then play hard <laughs> just you mean work hard yeah <laughs> work hard then play hard <laughs> but it's just non-stop for them it's they're fully committed yeah what's interesting is that like we i think i would say the same you know like all of the people that we look at that they've made it in this world um <clears throat> that are successful in this world we we accredit you know money and wealth and influence but Success from a biblical standpoint is very different. As a matter of fact, like when we read the, the Proverbs and even the book of Ecclesiastes in the book of Ecclesiastes, Solomon, who is the richest, most in- influential guy of his time, he says, yeah, I have all the wealth in the world and it means nothing. I have all the women in the world. It means nothing. I have the largest house in the world. It means nothing, you know, like and he's speaking from a place of wisdom and influence and power and glory and riches and all of that stuff. But he says that, yeah, I've got it all and I feel empty on the inside. So from a biblical standpoint now, what does it look like for you guys? What is it? What is a, what is success when it comes to following Jesus? We talked about this on, on one of our episodes when Jesus calls his disciples, Diedrich Bonhoeffer said this, he says, come and die. He doesn't say, listen, follow me and you're going to get, you're going to be well off. Follow me and you're going to have unlimited free health care. You're going to have all the scholarships. You're going to have all the things. He says, come and die. Follow me and die. Um, And that looks starkly different than the influence and this, I'm sorry, not the influence, the success that the world offers because the world is like, live your life now. Just I don't know what your life <laughs> to do there. You're it's too a song old. That popped in my head. Live your life. Oh. But yeah, from a from a biblical standpoint, when Jesus says come and die, so the thing that you know, like the the world, the way they put it now is like just live your life however you want to live it now, YOLO. You know, starkly stark opposites. Mm-hmm. So, what does that look like for you personally to be successful in your life? following jesus for me i wake up and try to be successful every day whether that be going into work and living like jesus or telling somebody about him or 
just texting a friend asking how they're doing and asking to pray over them but defining biblical success that i think is really hard to do and what is biblical success Hmm. uh for me i think it's not getting caught up with fearing uh filling like spiritual desires with like human solutions because like we'll we'll feel it's like you describe it with the story of solomon of feeling empty like money women's worldly success it leaves you feeling empty at the end of the day and i think that's because those are like temporary problems that don't fulfill our like spiritual desires to grow closer to god and so i think just any way you can having that same schedule is all the, the seemingly uh, successful people where you just wake up and you're fully dedicated to the work god has set out for you to do um so that's that's what chasing success looks like for me it's just like what do i need to what do i need to do today in yeah. order to like meet god how can i how can i use god today or yeah. this week yeah as you were talking the the first thought that popped into my mind was <coughs> jesus is talking to this to his disciples and he he tells them that when it's all said and done to some god will say go away from me i never knew you and to others he'll say well done good and faithful servant Mm-hmm. <coughs> and I think in my life, that to me is defined It's like, that's how I would define success is at the end of the day, at the end of my life out here, well done, good and faithful servant. Yeah. And what that looks like along the way is pretty, pretty interesting. But honestly, to just know that like, that's, that's the end goal, right? Is like, we're going to get there. We're going to have this conversation face to face with Jesus. And either we didn't know him and we we have to eternally be separated from him. Or we stare him face to face and, and he says, well done, good and faithful servant. Yeah. And I think that's a good point to bring up because I feel like it, um, it should be like before you start chasing greatness the greatness that you think God has set out for you, I think you need to have a connection and a relationship with God. Because how are you supposed to know what you're made to do if you don't know God, if you don't speak to God on a regular basis? And so I think like praying, reading your Bible, doing all that stuff is really good just to connect with God. Like keep yourself grounded and with everything you do, keep yourself grounded in what God says so that you don't stray away so that you truly know God. Yeah. Um so while we were planning this episode on a car ride, I uh, Isaac and I were talking and and we we started reading Psalm chapter 71 when it came to greatness and um there's a few verses in there that and and they say um uh, this is Psalm 71, verse 17 and 18. And the psalmist writes, Oh God, you have taught me from my earliest childhood, and I constantly tell others about the wonderful things you do. Now that I'm old and gray, do not abandon me, O oh God. Let me proclaim your power to this new generation, your mighty miracles to all who come after me. 
And again, it goes back to like, what do you want at the end of your life to be the story told? Right? Like that, that to me is how I define, at least for me personally, that's what I'm looking for when it comes to success in my life is what's the story that's going to be told. Is it the story of this guy who lived his life and, and yeah, some people might have been better off for how he lived his life. For the most part, he didn't make a difference at all. Or is it like this idea that, I don't know, like, hey, he died and he had a huge funeral because he made a ton of money and he could pay for, you know, like whatever he wanted mm-hmm. or whatever his family wanted. Or do I want people to remember me at the end of my life and say, no, that guy, he lived like Jesus. That guy, he reminded me of Jesus. Conversations that we had, he always pointed me back towards Jesus. When when I was down, he, he was with me and he prayed with me. When I was, you know, like when something big happened in my life, he celebrated with me. Like, um, what, what does that look like? What are we, what are we going towards? Yeah. It's funny that you should mention, like, when I die, what will people think of me? Because I think about that all the time. And for some people, I'm not going to change everybody's mind. I'm not going to, not everybody I meet, and this is just me being realistic, not everybody I meet is going to be radically transformed. They could be. That would be awesome if they were. But that's just not realistic. So I hope by the end of the day, everybody that's met me and everybody that's I've had some sort of relationship uh, when I pass away it's just like he was he was a good guy because I feel like so many of like these big people pass away and like all this really bad stuff comes out about them about how they were just not great people I don't want to be that I don't want to die and have people be like yeah everybody thought he was great but man that one was a jerk that would suck. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, like, at the end, I don't want fame. I don't want money. Like, at the end of the day, I just want to be a nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice guys always finish last. <laughs> that's, what, that's what they Ain't that the truth? I'm just kidding. <laughs> For me, I want to be a respectable man that followed Christ and doing that is going to be hard and uh like like rowan said changing or not everybody that you meet is going to be radically transformed some people might still think that i'm just a scrawny little kid (laughs) with a bad attitude (laughs) but (laughs) um i just really want to be a respectable man a man of my word that lived like jesus and that reminded people like jesus i think that that would be the best thing for people to look at me and think of that when they see me yeah something you've said to me before uh felipe that's kind of stuck with me is uh jesus calls us to spread the gospel around the world but that doesn't necessarily mean just the earth in general it can just be your world and i think that's so important that you don't have to have or you don't you're you're not a bad Christian if you're not a missionary or you're going to China, to Russia, to Mongolia, spreading the word of God. Like you can your your world is good enough. Like if you're spreading the gospel to everybody you know, everybody in your power. Yeah. Like that's that's okay. And it, it's funny cuz 
<laughs> as a as a kid, I always thought about this like every missionary must be in heaven. Like you can't be a missionary and not be in heaven. And so like the easiest way to get to heaven is just be a missionary, right? But you can be a missionary in your own neighborhood. You don't need to go to Africa. Yeah. Like just spread the word where you're at. Yeah, absolutely. In the Great Commission, Jesus tells us like specifically to start in our neighborhood. He looks at the disciples and he says, spread the, you know, go to Jerusalem, then Samaria, then Judea, then all of the world. And Jerusalem was where they were at. (laughs) Jesus says, start right here. Like before you try to go everywhere else. And and that's an interesting thing to break up or bring up, too, because like we're I, I think if we if we look big picture first it's easy to get inundated and feel overwhelmed with the magnitude of it all right like how am i ever going to tell everybody about jesus i don't want to go to north korea you know like how am i supposed to get to north korea and tell people about jesus but most people aren't even willing to start in their workplace most people aren't even willing to start at school most people aren't willing to start at the clubs and the sports that they do most people aren't willing to start in their home being like Jesus and and loving people the way Jesus told them to. So, you know, like if we're we're chasing greatness, it it really does start on a couch like this over, over, I mean, not over a podcast, but, you know, going out and grabbing food with people, loving people, you know, like and, and, and being intentional about how you do it. It's not it's not always big picture because sometimes we get overwhelmed and we never start with the what's right in front of us. Mm hmm. And I went on a missions trip, and <coughs> something my pastor told me is that it's going to be much harder to do this at school. And that was probably the truest thing that he's ever said. It's way harder to go out just in your school and spread the gospel because then it feels like, because this world is just so judgmental. So um, if you, sorry, I'm tripping on my words. If you say something wrong, then they're going to just try to use it against you. But that's where you have to live like Jesus. Do you think that it's easier if you go on a mission trip out of the country because there's no repercussions and there's no presumptions about who you are? Do you think that makes it easier? Like if you, if for example, e- let's not even go out of the country. If you were to go to a different city, a different state, and try to tell people about Jesus, do you feel like it's easier then because people don't, know you there's no consequences necessarily and people don't have these ideas about you like oh that's just isaac he's the kid that lives down the street why is he being weird all of a sudden a hundred percent i feel like that's way easier than going to some place where everybody knows you where there is repercussions of what you say and how you act and they're like oh that's just isaac he acts a certain way he's not really christian you know so yeah yeah i also want to bring up like uh at the end of the day like what is greatness like breaking down breaking it down simple because i think i think back at what we all kind of equated to what greatness is and basically boiled down to is money and power which when we pass away what does that leave like when jeff bezos dies Shout out Jeff Bezos, but shout out Amazon Prime. Sponsor us. Um, <coughs> free delivery. 
Yeah, just we'll put up a flag. Um, <laughs> but at the end of like, not to get morbid, but when Jeff Bezos dies, like his money goes wherever his money goes, and then the ne- Elon Musk Musk <laughs> takes over, and like he's in our history books, and that's it. Yeah, but like it's all about the legacy you leave behind. How many people are gonna be Hamilton? Shout out Hamilton! (laughs) Shout out Hamilton! Sponsor us. We'll have a flag up. (laughs) (laughs) We're gonna need a bigger wall. Shout out Chris's (laughs) basement. That's about to become the United Nations for (laughs) for for our sponsors. For sponsors. Sponsor sponsors. Shout out Chris's <laughs> basement. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Rabbit Hole Records. Anyway, no, I think that's real. Like, but like, dies, I would much rather, I would much rather the people around me be like, man, like, uh, when I pass away, I would much rather the people around me be like, I want to live better because, like, Rowan was such a good exa- such a good example of what Christ should be like. Like, I want to go. And like live out his legacy. If I could have that, I'll take that over being in a history book. But I I think we get too caught up in like the here and now. Like we don't think about the future, and we think about like I want money because money's gonna solve our problems. Exactly. And I want power because I don't want to be told what to do. Yeah. There was a rapper that said, "I got ninety nine problems." Uh, but the modern day version is I got 99 problems and money could fix at least 54 of them, <laughs> you know, power could fix the other 46 <laughs> out of 99, 54. <laughs> 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 he was homeschooled. <laughs> I'm not that bad at math, but that doesn't sound right. I mean, I'm not that good at math. <laughs> What's I am that bad at math. X squared. What's X? <laughs> you gotta figure that out. <laughs> it's it's squared. What? It's a cube, idiot. <laughs> um. <laughs> Math. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. We're talking about success. Um. Success uh, often comes with like dreams and and ideas and plans for our lives. How do we chase? the dreams that we have whether it be let's become a pro basketball player or whether it's let's become the greatest movie director to ever live or i'm gonna i'm gonna what's what's my what's a good dream i'm gonna be a ninja <laughs> what's my a dream food reviewer? <laughs> a what food reviewer Ooh, you should yeah. do mukbangs have you seen those? People just get a ton of food. They just eat it. Shout out mukbangs. I don't know if I want to shut it out. It sounds weird. I'll show you some videos of it later. It's an Eastern thing. Yeah. It looks really Far good. Far East. Japan. Oh. <laughs> That's West. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But, um, yeah, being a food reviewer would be like a really nice gig because i like to eat anyway just a critic in general this food is bad this movie is good <laughs> i could do that yeah so how do we chase <laughs> our dreams the one the ones that we feel like god put in our hearts and honor him 
how do we how do we become successful successfully? Ooh. Wow. See, I'm just so taken aback with how you phrase that sentence. Shout out sentences. <laughs> oh, <gosh>. <laughs> <laughs> oh Shout that's going to be so overkill. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, go ahead. How to be su- successful successfully or how to get successful successfully. Yeah. Yeah, sure. If we're trying to do it the, the biblical way, right? Like if we're because that's the thing is like we're looking at, at, at all these topics that we talk about on our podcast. We're trying to look at it from a biblical standpoint, whether it be whatever. But like we're I don't know where I was going to say with that. Um, but if we're trying to figure out what each and every area of our lives look like in relationship to what the Bible has to say and how Jesus calls us to live. Like if we're trying to be successful successfully according to what the Bible says, what does that look like? You know, like how do we how do we chase after the things that we want and put God first? Well, as uh, the uh, rap god and uh, musical genius Toby Mac once said, (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to gain the whole world. He didn't say that. He quoted the Bible verse. (laughs) He quoted the Bible verse. Was that a Bible verse? Absolutely. I've only ever heard that in this song. Then you don't read your Bible. Shout out Toby Mac. Shout out reading your Bible. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out Bible in context. Check out that episode, by the way. Link right here. (laughs) But I think there's some truth in that Toby Mac quote. (laughs) But Shout out truth I was thinking. (laughs) Shout out the truth. <laughs> but in all honesty, like that's real. Like don't don't lose your way on your path to finding. Like especially if you believe it's a God-given uh I'm thinking of the especially if it's a God-given path. Like I'm thinking of the uh story of Moses, right? God said, "I need you to lead your people to the promised land." He's all for it, and he's going, and he's doing all these things. He splits the Red Sea. He performs all these, like, he witnesses all ten plagues. Plagues for my sister. Um, <laughs> but um, he's he sees all these miracles, but he gets lost along, his, along the way when all of the uh, Israelites are complaining about water. And Moses prays to God, and God says, hit a rock with your stick. And, like, water will flow from it, right? Am I getting this story right? Go on. I want to see how <laughs> you're going to twist this. <laughs> and he hits the rock with his stick and water flows out. But he takes credit for it, right? I don't think he paid attention when that story was told. God <laughs> told Moses to speak to the rock. I thought it was him. Here. See, all the pictures of my children's Bible showed Show him Moses the hitting the rock. Bible. Yeah. But God told Moses to speak to the rock. Just speak and water would come out. And Moses was so mad that he hit the rock. And out of God's goodness, water came out anyway. But because of his disobedience, Moses... So it still works to the point that I'm trying to make, right? I hope it does. Because Moses had a promise. Or (laughs) Moses was chasing greatness out in the desert. But he let his desires blind him. And so he went against what God wanted him to do. And I think... Like, that's what we do sometimes. Sometimes we hit the rock instead of just speak to it. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> was that was that good enough? Did I use that? I didn't. I hope you got. If I use that out of context, I didn't prepare that. That just popped in my mind, and apparently I've been lied to my whole life. But you just gotta. You gotta read <laughs> I just it. haven't read, read my it. Bible. Shout out! Shout out! Reading your Bible. Ah, we already did, did that, that shout out. I did that one already. <sighs> um, shout out repeating yourself. <laughs> when we when we look at um success how do you like uh, i mean rowan's talked a lot about this and, and we kind of touched on this already or so does isaac and i think for me i define success i i have a very small group of people that i trust and that i consider very very close like family um including my family and how i would personally define success is that i've done everything in my power and my ability to help them get to where they want to be to encourage them to love them to support them um you know for example like with this podcast uh, in general, my goal isn't necessarily to hit a million subscribers on YouTube. It's to see Rowan succeed in something, you know, like whether or not he thinks he's good at this. Like my goal in, in life is to see Rowan win. My goal in life is to see Isaac win. My goal in life is to see my best friends, Sammy, Vinny, Bruno win, you know, like, and my family win. Like I want, I want that to I don't care about what my bank account looks like at the end of the day if they are winning, if they're doing well, if they're getting to where they want to be. Um, but success is a is a weird thing because like we look at, again, going back to power and money and influence, we look at that and, you know, like that's how we know that somebody's made it. Right? Like that's how we know like, ah, you know, like, oh, you got a meal in the bank account? Oh, you made it. Oh, you got that nice house, bro? You made it. That's how you know you made it. When you got the Lambo in the driveway, you've made it. But in our goals and in, in, in doing this thing successfully, how do we know we've made it? How do we know that our, our version of being successful, how do we know that we've made it? I feel like there's no there's no roof you can just keep on going and keep on getting better and closer to god mm. i don't think that there's a limit to our biblical success mm. that's interesting because like oh i was gonna say elaborate on that oh yeah go ahead before i give my point i so yeah i can i can tell all these people about jesus but I can always tell more people mm. there's no point on w where I have to stop and where I can, uh, I can stop, but I shouldn't stop. I should just keep on going and keep on talking about it. And that, that would be success for me, but there's no limit. So I think it's always being hungry and thirsty for success is what should drive you to be more and more successful. Because isn't that the goal, right? Is to make disciples of all nations. Right. To make everybody a disciple. There's a lot of people on this earth. There's a lot of people we can reach. But if you t 
tell everybody about Jesus, then are you successful? Then what happens then, I guess? Did then you hit that roof? or? <coughs> well, once everybody knows, then Jesus comes back and we're all live happily ever after. <laughs> <laughs> I read my Bible, I would know. Shout out Revelation. Shout out lying. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out lying when you admitted five minutes ago that you don't read your Bible. <laughs> but no, that's really good. Because if we look at like successful people, like famous basketball players or famous uh, business entrepreneur people, like they never stop going. Do you ever see Elon Musk? just be like i've invented enough i've made enough money i'm the richest person yeah he just keeps sending rockets into space no did kobe bryant ever stop playing basketball yes <laughs> yes he did but like when Shout he was alive when he was alive like even before games i'm not into basketball <laughs> disclaimer i know nothing but i've heard stories he would work out for like hours before games like he was constantly going. He didn't let anything stop him. And I think that's how we should be at our faith. Like, always raise the bar. There's al- You could always be doing better. Because we're chasing perfection. We're chasing looking like Christ. And we're chasing mm. making disciples of all nations. Yeah, that's good. That's so good. Success from a Christian standpoint does not look like the world's success. I think the more we look like Jesus, the more successful we are in um, whatever shape that takes. Um. And as we help other people get there along the way, then we can measure our success. I think I think we can measure our success of looking like Jesus daily. Um, maybe not always, but like. Um, actually, let's end with this. Let's end with this. This is a really good quote. One of my favorite authors. His name is Ralph Waldo Emerson. He says this. What is success? It's to laugh often and much, to win the respect of intelligent people and the affection of children, to earn the appreciation of honest critics and endure the betrayal of false teachers, to appreciate the beauty, to find the best in others, to leave the world a bit better, whether by a healthy child, a garden patch, or a redeemed social condition, to know even one life has breathed easier because you have lived. This is to have been, this is to have succeeded. Shout out Ralph Waldo Emerson. Shout out Succeed. <laughs> Shout out Success. <laughs> Shout out Greatness. That's real. That's real. Isaac, That's real. any closing thoughts? Um, Just going back to what you were talking about, Felipe, what you think is, is successful, Do you, you defined it by your calling, mentoring people. How do you think you you measure that in success how successful do you think you are there oh that's a good question that's a good question this might not be the end of uh, the episode after we read that quote but um i think i think for me like measuring my success in terms of mentoring people uh or really just being there for people is i don't know that's a really hard one how do i measure that um you know like i will i think the best way actually now that i think about it is to say i 
when I leave, when I'm not around, whether it's I leave the state, I leave the city, I leave the room, I want people to to act different or to be different because I've been around them. Um, not because of who I am, not because of my ideas, not because of my way of living. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, um, I, it was funny, like growing up in, in school and whatever. And I was a Christian and people would be like, I'm not going to, I, is it all right if I swear near you? Like, not like that, but even more real in the sense of like, if you've been around me, is your life better? If I've, if I've personally invested time and, and relationship into you, is your life better? better i think that's how i would measure it <coughs> very cool to know that even one life has breathed easier because i have lived there it is tied it back oh oh <laughs> well follow us on our socials uh, at so i was thinking all right you sound so everywhere. enthusiastic by the way uh <laughs> you can follow us on social media if you like subscribe Shout uh, out social episode. media. Shout out social media. Shout out BioFreeze. Letting me be here. <laughs> Isaac had a neck injury, and we don't know why. He doesn't know why. Uh, after this, he has to go to Glendale uh, Nursing Home. Uh, he's playing Chris at the one-on-one bingo tournament. We'll see how he does. <laughs> yeah. Chris Championship is round. He's already started the food fight. He texted Betsy and was like, I heard, Yo. I heard Gloria said your dentures <laughs> were ugly. Get out the creamed <laughs> corn. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yo, Betsy, pull through. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but pull through with though, the beans. Thanks, thanks for tuning in, everybody. We hope you uh, enjoyed this episode. Like, subscribe, share with your friends. Follow us on social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok, uh, MySpace, MySpace. Thank you, LinkedIn. Uh, we have a page on Wikipedia. And you can check us out on So I Was Thinking also, Podcast. we have merch that we never plug. Go check out our merch store. Dot com slash merch. <laughs> so I was thinking <laughs> podcast.com Shout out merch. merch. Shout out merch. Get some. Um, yeah. Have a great week. See ya. Love you. <laughs>